we will always go where the need is. We are about the stories as well of people. It's, it's the story that we, we bring ourselves, but the stories that are out there in our communities. And it's only through those stories that you can really truly advocate for uh, the poor and needy in our community. Hey there, and welcome to episode 93 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we strongly believe in the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect, but also to build business relationships that drive sales. Kathy Beaton is an incredible woman. As South Australian State President of St Vincent de Paul, her work is integral to the positive impact that Vinnie's has on the thousands of homeless people in South Australia. This is a cause that troubles me deeply. So this year I will once again participate in the CEO sleepout, spending the night outside, on the street, in the cold and wet of midwinter to raise both funds and awareness for the plight of the vulnerable and needy within our community. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we discuss the power of working together, what volunteering means to her, and Kathy also reveals how you can make a difference to the poor and needy in your community. This is Kathy's version of Be The Drop. If, like me, you're passionate about helping those in need, I encourage you to donate to my fundraising efforts for the Vinnie CEO Sleepout. Please hit the link within this week's show notes, or you can head to the website www.ceosleepout.org.au and search for my name, Amelia Veal. All contributions, big and small, will help make a difference in the lives of people who desperately need our help. I'm also very happy to talk directly to anyone considering participating in this worthwhile event. You can reach me via my email, amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. Kathy, thank you so much for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. You're welcome. Thanks for having me and inviting me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a pleasure. We're here at head office for St. Vincent de Paul, and you are the the chapter, the president chapter. Have it's, it's called State President yep. of um, the Society in South Australia. Yeah. yeah, and you're based in the Riverland. I live in the Riverland and work from here three days a week. Fantastic. So there's a little bit of um, travel involved in there that. There is, there is. I use that time quite productively and listen to a lot of podcasts and do a lot of thinking and it's a, it's a creative time for me, so um, I, I really value that time, actually. Well, that is good because yeah. you seem to have to do a bit of yeah, it. Yeah, a bit of it. <laughs> All right. Well, to get us started, to give us a little bit of background about you and, you know, why, you know, this role and who this community is that's around your role, you've got an item of significance here. Yeah. If you could explain that and give us some context around that. Well, I received a bracelet on my commissioning and it just reminds me every day um, one about the commissioning but more importantly my role and my representation 
um, in the role for, for the state and the community of South Australia through the Vinnie's Networks. I also, I don't have it with me, have a, a fountain pen which was given to me by my local conference and a conference is a, a group of volunteers that um, provide assistance to um, a particular community and in, in, in my case it was through the Riverland community. And it has a significance to me because it was such a heartfelt um, gift to me around my position as state president and at being able to represent everybody through word, through you know what I sign, what I write. Yeah, so those things are really important and they have that personal connection. Um, and and I, I think that I, well, I know that I'm actually driven by that personal connection. So, you know, what is the main area that your role as state president you know, encompasses. You actually represent every volunteer and you in the state and you represent the cause of Vinnies. We're a, um, as you know, a charity, a not-for-profit that provides assistance to the poor in our community. It's as simple as that. Now, that representation um, in my role comes in many forms and uh, we ha obviously have a structure, meetings and have a state council. But the state council and how our structure is set up in Vinnies is very... Uh, community and people focus. So it's not just a skills-based board based on, okay, you come as a lawyer or as an accountant or as a, it's actually coming from the ground, um, from the coalface up. And uh, so representation at our state council meetings, um, and obviously I chair those, but we also remain through that process connected, not only to our volunteers, but the poor in our community and we will always go where the need is. Mm. And so my role in that is to, to make sure that we have that, that fair representation, make sure that we are listening. Um, we are about the stories as well of people. It's, it's the story that we, we bring ourselves, but the stories that are out there in our communities. And it's only through those stories that you can really truly advocate for uh, the poor and needy in our community. Mm. So. My role is about bringing all that together and trying to represent that and bring that into a structure. And um, also I have a, a role on the National Council. So at, uh, again, probably a higher level, we can influence in some way through policy and advocacy at, uh, at the highest level. Um, and that's where that executive group does mm. that. Mm. So what was it for you that started you on this journey? Mm. What motivated you to become involved and work your way up to this role? I think this is the point of difference in Vinnie's. Most of us actually come from um, assisting the poor in our community. So I lived in a, a, a small country town. I worked in a conference with a group of volunteers and it's in assisting the poor that you realise your own vulnerability and you realise your own true um, self and where you actually sit in the community, in the scheme of things. And it drives you to actually um, hear more and listen more deeply to people. So it was quite a cathartic thing that happened when I was out assisting, as we, we do. It was just amazing how welcoming people were. So the poor and needy often were, were just so kind. I mean, I can remember one particular time um, we'd been helping this chap and he, he had, um, for about three months in a row, needed assistance and we just thought, we're, we're just giving hand out, hand out, hand out. And we thought, we need to just, can't, just build a relationship and listen to the story. And, and as our, our relationship developed, he used to hold us at the front door and we used to fill out the forms on his bin, you know, on his wheelie bin that would be in his front yard. And after a time, he invited us in. 
And I'll never forget the last time that I was I assisted this chap, he actually put some flowers on the table and offered me a cup of tea. Mm. And that was a really moving moment for me because it was, yeah, we're just all companions. We're all just mm. going along life and some have taken this turn and some have taken that turn. And what it meant for me was was this true connection that we we have an obligation to build with one another. And in that process, you um, you really are giving that deep assistance. That concept that you talk about, you know, once you start seeing and understanding the vulnerability and helping people in that, mm. you know, you're driven to do more, you know, that, that exposure to humanity, you know. That's that, right. The it, raw face of it. It, it does. And, and you end up, it's amazing... Um, our, through the value-centred leadership program, you learn a lot about servant leadership. It's making sure that we put ourselves last and others first. And that's not just a, you know, a Christian thing. Or it, it, When you do that, you just get so much more mm. in return. And so it's always trying to empower and making sure um, you know, the people that are with us are being looked after. And that, paying that forward has a, um, a different sort of feeling and approach to to Mm. what we do and you mentioned that you know whether it's based on christian values or not Mm. i think in the community now there is more of a desire for that pay it forward type of model because people are feeling Mm. you know the community we're more connected Mm. but then there is a disconnection because we're not getting the human necessarily we're connected digitally but not necessarily through that human connection so that pay it forward concept i mean you see it in coffee shops and different cafes you know buy something here and leave it for someone else Mm. in need Mm. of that so i i think people are really starting to get and obviously vinnie's has been doing this for a a long time but i think people are understanding that that as you say gives people a lot of value back you're right it's the cause is there um, but it's finding methods and models that is going to attract people to keep paying it forward Mm. because the need is there. How are you communicating with this community of volunteers, keeping them engaged, keeping them understanding the Vinnie's way? Mm. What sort of methods do you use? Well, look, our sleep out and our branding is a great, our sleep out is a great example of that. It's a demonstration of people being able to say, we understand and this is what we're doing for it, Mm. you know. So people can get up and say, look, this is a great cause, but to actually take that step to, to sleep out in freezing cold, wet mm. conditions with nothing more than three bits of cardboard and a, a thin sleeping bag is, you know, just amazing. But when, if, if you, you compare that to a homeless person that's living like mm. that day in, day out, sure, it's not a comparison. But what it is, is an example of what people are willing to do mm. to actually demonstrate, well, you know, this is my understanding of it and this is what I can do and I'm hearing you and listening to you. So it's a, it's a public recognition of all the work everybody's doing around poverty and homelessness. Mm. We have a, a system of operation in Vinnie's that has been there since 1833, I think it was. It was our first conference model and that model's been followed. But we, we have young youth conferences, we have, Fred, have Fred's Van now, we've got a migrant refugee centre, we have a CEO sleep out that tracks a lot of um, high-end people. We need to be open to the opportunity for change. Yeah. Well, and that's a very powerful thing indeed. Yeah, yeah. And certainly with the CEO sleep out event mm. itself, you know, 
I can 100% agree with what you're saying there. What a, what a powerful event. Last year was the second time I'd done it and I'm doing it again this year. The thing that I kept thinking is there are people that like I chose to do that and I was making that commitment and as you say, wanting to make a, an action, take an action to recognise and support people mm. that needed it. But I just couldn't stop thinking about the fact that there are people who are put in that position without choice. It's not about saying, well, look at us, aren't we heroes? Because we're sleeping out one night rough. But it is an acknowledgement to everybody in the community. Yes, we do have homeless. Yes, we are doing this for the homeless. Please, next time you see a homeless person. So it, it, it's operating at so many levels. Mm. So there is a bit of cynicism out there and, oh, you know, yeah, you've got no idea what it's like. Well, spend one night come and join us at the CEO sleep out three bits of cardboard and a sleeping mat I thought I could take a swag but no no swag so no. I don't want to scare people off but it is something <laughs> that it is quite confronting yeah and so I I'm absolutely in awe of our South Australian community mm. the way they get around this is mm. just nothing short of, of just brilliant this is branding it's all part of the branding but that you put that aside and, and then you look at where the dollars go as the fun from that fundraising night we've got a migrant and refugee center which is taking more than its fair share of um, response to those doing it tough for, because of their refugee status mm. and and new arrivals and through fred's fan just people needing a a, a meal and our um, domestic violence center and our men's homeless center so we are responding to so many pockets of the community needs and we can only do that through through the funds raised. And you mentioned then the Domestic Violence Centre. That opened, mm. was it last year? Yeah, November last year. Yeah, mm. what a fantastic you know resource. So that's for women and children? Women and children and their pets if need be. So <laughs> look, it is a, um, and David Walk calls it a, a soft landing and it is just that. It's not the answer to everything, but it's that getting out of a crisis. It's taking women from a potentially, uh, well, a very volatile situation, but into a, a space where they can stay, they can have their children cared for, uh, they get proper assessment, they're not just thrown back out. It's it's all you're nurtured and, and, uh, and hopefully built up to a um, a time where you can actually start making good decisions for yourself again. So we have that wraparound service um, that um, provides assistance from that crisis moment. But it is, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful centre. We're really proud of it. It's, um, it's operating at 90, 98% occupancy, which is um, bittersweet. Oh, I had the privilege of going to the facility and seeing it when it was open. That's right, you did too. Yeah, yeah, I did because I just think that, you know, that really is really important, that ability for women and with their children to have a safe space and yeah. to really, as you say, enable them to make that decision, mm. you know, that they're not feeling forced to what stay. What did you think of the space? I thought it was amazing. It, it's lovely. It's incredible. It? Yeah. It's, it, it did create, it's like a sense of home. Mm. It felt safe. It felt secure. You know, I could really imagine that women and children could go there and just breathe, take the time to assess their decisions and, and you know, and get them out of a volatile situation. Mm. And it's the most dangerous time in their life was when they, when they choose to leave. Yeah. So um, they come very wounded, and mm. and it doesn't need to be in a physical. It's that that's the most vulnerable and the most risky time of their life mm. and their children's life. So 
Yeah, it is a really important step that they've taken. So mm -hmm. we, we need to, we really honour our, our position in all this and mm -hmm. how we actually um, respond. Well, thank you so much, Cathy, for joining me. You're welcome. In conclusion, though, can you share with me Cathy's Be The Drop tip? Now, that's your top tip for communication that connects. So what is that communication style that really connects people? Be real and keep it real all, at all times. So if you are you, bring you. And, um, you know, it's the come as you are. It's, it's a great, great way to communicate. Um, just, just be you, be real mm. and keep it real. Mm. And we all understand each other when that's the case. Yeah. So no pretenses. No, no. Let's, you know, we need to, to make sure that we don't come with our guard up or our agenda or, you know, if, and, and it gets back to that being connected. If you're connected to what you're doing, then, you know, show that and be real, keep it real and we'll get somewhere. Yeah. It's a, it's a great, great way to be and, and hopefully that's a culture that we're, we're developing more and more in the society. Mm. Fantastic. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget, that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time. Mm -hmm.